This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any link subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. In the future, the last survivors on Earth entered stasis to avoid a world-ending cataclysm. Hello? I don't know if anyone else is alive out there. But the Earth they woke up to wasn't what they expected. On the off chance someone can hear me. He is alive. We need help. From the creators of the Marsfall podcast comes Bunker Down, another gripping science fiction adventure. Available now for free, along with the first three seasons of Marsfall, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I went parasailing this summer. Just as I was being pulled up into the azure sky, champagne flask in my pocket, festive party hat perched jauntily on my head, the line broke, sending me careening into the path of an oncoming ferry. I had a choice. Drop my plate of finger sandwiches and steer clear, or nibble my way to oblivion. For one brief moment, I nearly chose the sandwiches, which were, in all honesty, only okay. But at the last second, I threw them to the trailing seagulls and chose to live! As I stand here now, watching these absurd events unfold in the tunnels deep below the Indiana town of French Lick, I can still taste the cucumber, mingled with regret. Did Tiberius just run away? A man of his vast importance has many things to do. He sprinted out of here. Sprinted. Many things to do. Urgent things. That was the sprint of a junior high girl who just split her pants doing cartwheels during recess. Jimmy took all his guards, isn't it? Hmm? I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy was definitely flirty. <laughs> he was holding you hostage. Hmm. In a very flirty way. Uh, still got it. They took his little army with him. Nobody's holding us here. Let's go. Nobody. What do you call this? Because I call it a gun. So stay where you are. You already told us you stole that from what was it? Sharpshooter Barbie? Come on, people. Let's go. Put a little hustle in your bustle. So, uh, if I could just get a word in here. 
Oh, come now, you can drop the accent now, Friedrich. <laughs> Though I must say, your bog-standard American is uh, it's coming along nicely. <laughs> it's almost believable, right? <laughs> well, I hate to be a ring kill... A what? Oh, be kill? It's some sort of sound. Bong kill. What are you talking about? English is very idiomatic. Hey! I thought you were going to stop calling me that. What? It's a buzzkill. What's on your mind? We are still in the den of the plants. I suspect it will not be long before they hear us and come to investigate and feed. For God's sakes, let's get out of here. You all might be okay getting attacked by the plants, but I just bought an $800 Stetson and ain't going to do me a lick of good if my head's over there in the corner with that, fellas. Let's go! I think you're forgetting who has the gun. Oh, yes. Um, come here. Ow! <clears throat> yes, you're right. My uh, memory is terrible. Who has it now, Felonia? Uh, what, what, what must I do with this? No, 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 if you insist on pointing it, uh, just uh, point it at that fellow there. Huh? Uh, there's a good god. Uh, where are we exactly? You gave the gun to Pluto? Did you want it? Well, no, but he's a zillion years old. He has no idea how to fire that thing. Exactly. My bident is a much more elegant weapon. This thing is clumsy, What? What's this little lever? You don't know what a trigger is? Don't panic, you I jest. I know what a trigger is. I've watched many hours of gun smoke and full house. Full house? Beg pardon? Still a question outstanding here. Uh, where am I? You're in the tunnels. Yeah, echo, dripping water, stalactites, tunnels, I got it. But which tunnel? The one with the head in it? Does it matter which one? Rockefeller? Kennedy? Oh. Please tell me it's not Who Trump. Who are you? No one's used those names for these tunnels for years. Wait a minute. You call Tiberius brother. You must be new here. We're all brothers under the skin. Wouldn't you agree? Not without a gun to my head. Like this? Do you mind? Look, darling, disguises are sexy AF, but... There is such a thing as, you know, taking it too far. Mrs. Sheffield? Oh, how formal, yes. Yes, it's me, Clark. Um, why are you behaving so so strangely? I'm not, actually. I, I think you're thinking of Dr. Von Habesetzer. I was, yeah. Wait a second, are you telling me that you're not Friedrich Von Habesetzer? They're, uh... There has been some confusion about that, most likely because we look a bit alike. A bit? I think I'm a bit taller. <laughs> Your own mother wouldn't know the difference. Good Lord. I suspect not, but then again, my mother was generally more pickled than the Vlasic twins on Mardi Gras. And you claim to be Tiberius's brother. Not claim, old yeller. M. Adopted brother? Uh, no. Half. Unless I left some of me behind on the Oz-9, no. You folks seem to be having a trouble grasping a fairly simple concept here. It's just that you and Tiberius just... Well, I mean, you know, you expect a, a little family resemblance. You're... And he's... You look nothing alike. Oh, <laughs> I get it. You're talking about the, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, that really does confuse people. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is, you know, Jewish, uh, yeah. really. Yeah, so Tiberius got our dad's nose, and uh, I got mine from my mom's side. <laughs> you have no idea how often this comes up. Nose? Uh, sorry. Was that what we were confused about? I, I thought it was... Looks like my younger sibling has been you... causing some ruckus. Time for a brotherly chat. Wait, can you explain what's going on here? I can take a whack at it. Hey, is, uh, is that Southers over there whimpering in the corner? You know him? Indeed I do. Might have a bone or two to pick with him about some of those Oz-9 maintenance manuals. Speaking of bones being picked... Uh, does anyone else smell chlorophyll? Oh god, why the hell are we still standing here? Mm, yes, as much as it ghouls me, I do second Southers' question. Uh, shall we? Uh, one thing, uh, before we mosey, I'm, I'm pretty sure two critters passed me in transit. Nice-looking lady, smelled like waffles. Donna! And some foliage. One of the plants? Yes. Yes? Uh, that's not possible. I sent only my lady. Yeah, I think someone hitched a ride. What's your name again there, uh, little baddie? My name is Felonius. Oh, Lord. You fellas still giving yourselves those bad faux-Roman emperor names? I bet you still swear in new members with the ritual sponge bath. Ew. There's nothing wrong with a little manly hygiene. Perhaps you should try it sometime. Um. Sorry, wait. Does, does, uh, does anyone else hear rustling? Yep, that's it. I'm gone! <laughs> Who was stopping him? No idea. Who's stopping us? Excellent question, Ben. Um. So, Mr. Uh, Mr. You. Joe is fine. Yes, yes, all right. Joe, Joe. Uh, Joe, was was there a reason we continued to stand here awaiting the arrival of the plants? Hmm? You lost an earring, did we? Or perhaps you have an Uber coming? This little Oz Earth switcheroo is a one for one. Two folks went up, so two had to come down. I'm one. Who and where is the other? I don't plan to leave one of my crew wandering around in here. Right. Well, uh, we'll help you look. We will? Chop, chop. We will. It'll be fine. This is fine. Perhaps we should split up to cover the ground more quickly. Joe, you come with me. Righty-ho. Um, I suppose I should go with Felonius? I'm not going anywhere. Good. That's lovely. So, yes, our combined scent will make this the room they visit first. Hmm? And you, oh, Felonius, you will make a very decent meal. Hmm? <laughs> ah, let go of my, my sleeve, Felonius. You're with me, honey. Oh, thank God. You're welcome. Joseph? I reckon you wanted me alone for one of two reasons. You wanted to kill me, or you want answers. These are not mutually exclusive, done in the correct order. I remember you. Thought you might. You were a lot quieter when I was here last. Uh, where did you come from? These tunnels are full of entrances and exits. We may come upon each other many times in our search. Try to shout more quietly. I told you it was them, you idiot. Uh, you, Friedrich, Joe, uh, Joe, 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 uh, Joe, have you, uh, have you been this way yet? Have you? Uh, I don't think so. We'll mosey this way if you two want to go that way. I do not understand what you're doing here. 
Actually, I understand you being here. What I don't understand is why you came here from there. Not entirely sure myself, though I think Tiberius put me on the Oz Nine. I woke up in one of the pods. You know Von Abizetzer's up there. I know. I sent him a Hippotagoras. You sent the zebra, not G2? Okay, we'll get to that unexpected bit of weirdness here in a second. So, you know about the plan to provide the plants a passageway between their planet and Earth? I do. And you know what'll happen to Earth if that happens? I do. It's why I sent the... what did you call it? The zebra. It's why we sent the zebra. Nothing in here either. Damn it! Someone could be wandering around, no idea what's in here, or how they even got here. We'll find them. Or it. Julie, do you think Tiberius would go after Maggie? In a heartbeat, if he thought it would help him. Shh. I hear something. What? What? I don't know. Do you know how to whisper, like, quietly? Also, do you smell vinegar? No. Do you? Would I ask if I didn't? Let's keep moving. Yes, I think Tiberius could very well go after Maggie, which is why I moved her. Moved her? Where? I, I don't know. I thought it might be better if I didn't. You actually managed to crowbar my mom out of her house? Of course not. I sent Buck and Glenda to get Maggie. What? It's okay. It's okay. They have her, and they can keep her safe. Oh. My. God. I belong to no man. Could you not? We're going that way. You go that way. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Might I suggest... No. Perhaps we... Uh -uh. If I may... <laughs> I think I hear You some... don't. If I could just... Shut up. Yes, that would be marvelous. Please do. Don't hold ah, Enough of this. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but... I agree. We're not finding anyone or anything. We are really pushing our luck with the plants. 
Well, Pluto sent Donna up from the golf course. Maybe we should check there. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You all skedaddle. I got an idea. Whoa. Where did he go? Still here. Jesus! Me! I'll be darned. Guess this thing still works. What thing? A gift from some naughty scientists at G2. Wow. It makes you not exactly invisible, more uninteresting. So... You kind of disappear when you're not talking. Hmm, clever. But you know the plants operate by smell, not sight, right? This little cloaking device has some nifty tricks, including, if memory serves, a lemon-scented aromatherapy diffuser. Those noises are getting closer. You folks should head out. I'll meet you at the golf course. Hole number 16. It is engraven deep upon my memory. Ne'er shall I forget the moment when the wind screamed and whirled. Time folded itself like a toga fresh from the laundry, and my lady, radiant, though caught like a moth in a beam of light. Escape first, then bad poetry. Run! total stranger. Uh, actually, not even total. We left Tiberius's brother with the plants. Was that a good idea? Well, this has been delightful, but I have a resort to run. You were all given names when you joined the Shabbatorium, correct? And did that happen before or after the sponge bath? Ben, please let that go. I would like to eat again someday. The gifting of a noble name is part of the ritual. Yes. Use of the names is generally restricted to the showertorium and the grounds. What was Joe's name? I have no idea. Surely it's in the records somewhere. Of course. Showertorium is the best documented secret society ever. Well, it's a very odd thing to boast about. Huh? The member names... Hmm. You name your members, do? Yes, I just said so. Pay attention, woman. Watch it. What did you name yours, then? Hmm? Tiny Tim? What are you talking about? Joe's member name. <laughs> what wasn't? <laughs> I've told you, I don't know. So, go look it up. Why do you want to know? The member roster's in Tiberius's office. Good luck getting it. You mean, um... This roster? It's rather warm. Give me that! How did you get a hold of this? Step back, little baddie. Hands off! No woman has ever touched that book. Mm. Give it to yeah. me instantly. No woman's ever touched it. Uh, uh, mm. Misogyny tastes like... Uh, Butterscotch when it fails. <coughs> and uh, dust. That thing's a phone book. How did you get it out of there? Ah, yes, Professor Doris Jimothy. Remember her? Hmm? Ah, she taught Marsupiation 101, the art of secreting ledgers about your person. Ah, you use the lady's codpiece maneuver. Twice. 
You actually got him to throw a stapler at you? Professor Yimithir herself couldn't have done better, if I may say so. Though there is little in this world I fear, I am strangely afraid of interrupting you, but I feel I must. Joe's Charlatorium Game. No! No one is allowed to open that book without the sacred recitation. Sacred recitation? Oh, you just get cooler and cooler. Sacred recitation. Ah, yes. Oh, hang on a tick. It's, uh, uh, anyone, anyone know his, his last, last name? I, ah, yeah, here he is. Listed as Joe. No last name. Is member name? Is it Larry's? <laughs> oh, member name. <laughs> I mean, that's never, never not going to be funny, is it? <laughs> uh, so yes, um, yes, Larry's, Larry's. Ah, oh, rather less grand than Tiberius, isn't it? How did you know it was Larry? Not Larry. Larry's. So there's more than one Larry? I am trying to credit you with more intelligence than previously. Please don't undo my good work. Little Batman, do you choose your own names or are they given to you? I... I don't actually remember. Really, Felonia? Perhaps a poke in the nose could refresh your memory. Hmm? There's a great deal of mead involved in the ritual. All right. I assume the names are assigned. Though where they come from and who assigns them, no one knows that. Not even Tiberius. What exactly is a sausage room? The only room on the ship with a private telephone. I'm glad you understood my message. Hidden in a tiny container of juniper berry lotion in my dead wife's pocket. I'd ask how you could possibly know it would make its way to me. Then you might tell me. Honestly, Brad, all this showatorium nonsense was my father's passion, not mine. Oh, <laughs> come along, Horace. Remember when you and I and Wiggy and Spotty Bosh used to run around the grounds at French Lick? I remember you and Wiggy chasing me and Boshy with sticks and us screaming at you to leave us alone. Oh. Uh, I hadn't thought about French Lick in ages. Wait, are you part of this whole plant nightmare? Ugh, I thought you'd left all that secret society silliness behind. Oh, I did, I did. But... Then I discovered there was a lot more going on here than I'd realized. I'm trying to help you. That's why I sent your wife back to you. You did that? I thought she said that was Pluto. Oh, yes. Well, I couldn't very well reveal myself. Uh, let, let her assume it was uh, supernatural powers. I see. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. So, did she come through alone? Apparently not. 
It seems we gained another plant. Look, how is any of this actually helping us? Horace, a little trust in patience. We're old friends. Our fathers knew each other. They hated each other. Our grandfathers broke bread together. Your grandfather broke a chair over my grandfather's head. Oh, yes, all right, all right. But we have history. And that counts for something. I suppose. So what happens next? What do you want me to do? Well, your wife came to me because she's very, very ill. What? Oh, yes, yes. She she didn't want to tell you. She thought perhaps I could help her. And you'd never need know how very close you came to losing her. She faked her own death to spare me the pain of her dying. She did. Oh, uh, yes, yes. If treatment didn't work, she'd save you the agony of watching her die slowly. If it did work, she'd have the delight of returning to you. And did it? Did it work? It is working. But she needs time. She needs to rest and heal. In fact, don't put her in a standard pod. Put her in a healer. Yes, yes, that will give the treatment time to work. Don't talk with her. Don't do anything to stress her or tire her. Knock her out, if you have to. I mean, I know how stubborn she can be. Just put her in the healer part. I'll take it from there. Wait, Tiberius and Colin know each other. We're no closer than we were to knowing who Donna really is. And Pluto sent the zebra? Hmm, well, it's a good thing I don't really care. Because I don't. But who else got sent to Earth? Everyone else is accounted for, right? Uh-oh, who cares? Not me, that's for sure. You've been listening to Erie Alexander as Julie, Kevin Hall as Felonius, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Aaron Clark as Ben, Eric Perry as Mr. Southers and Joe, Lee Shackelford as Pluto, David S. Deer as Tiberius, Tim Sherburn as Colin, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. Our music is composed and performed by John Faley. This episode was directed by June Clark Eubanks. Oz 9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. If you're enjoying the show, visit our website at oz-number9.com, where you'll find links to our merch stores, our comic book, and our Patreon. We always appreciate a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you review podcasts. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out.
Hello and welcome back to Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul, the show that turns meager rations into eager passions. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez. Congratulations on your continued survival. These days, it was anything but guaranteed. What with, you know, the rise of android patrolmen, those crows who've holed up in the sewers, the persecution of dissenting bread makers, your elbow and Rob Reiner in the gut for the last jar of kimchi in a fully looted Ralph's parking lot. But along the way, we found ways to not only survive, but thrive with new friends and a Fresh-ish recipes. A bougie Bloody Mary. East Asian-influenced stir-fry. Alternative protein. A nasty Jane. Vegan butter I made myself. Don't ask how. I got stuck in L.A. during the apocalypse for avocado on toast. Find us wherever you listen to your underground survivalist cooking podcasts. Season 2, coming to a bunker near you, starting Tuesday, October 19th. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you emotionally exhausted? Do you have strong feelings about authoritarian power structures? Have you ever stared up at the night sky and felt tiny and alone? If so, ask your doctor about Wolf 359, the award-winning sci-fi audio fiction podcast by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Side effects may include strange genetic experiments, unreliable AI systems, the potential discovery of alien life, and toothpaste. Find Wolf 359 wherever you listen to podcasts and visit wolf359.fm to learn more.